Hey everyone, welcome to Scribe Book School, where you're gonna learn everything you need to know about how to write, publish, and market your book. So after your title and your book cover, your description is the most important book marketing material. It is essential for it to be compelling because readers make buying decisions from the description. In this episode, we'll walk you through how to write your book description. We'll give you a template and we'll show you some good and bad book description examples. Here we go. The book description goes on the back cover for paperbacks or the inside flap copy for hard copies and right below the price on Amazon. It's crucial that this short paragraph be right. There are so many examples of how a change in book descriptions led to huge changes in sales that it's incredible authors don't spend more time getting it right. One of our favorite examples of this is Mark Edwards' novel, Killing Cupid. Despite a nice cover and good reviews, it wasn't selling as many copies as it should have. He dove into the competition, analyzed their book descriptions, and completely revamped his own description. Sales doubled within an hour. This isn't uncommon. In many cases, the description is the factor that solidifies in the reader's mind whether the book is for them or not. If you get it right, the purchase is almost automatic. If you get it wrong, very little else can save you. In this lesson, we'll walk you through how to write a great book description and include some examples of authors who did it well and some who didn't. How to write your book description. There are three basic factors you need to consider before starting your book description. Number one, word count. Brevity matters. On average, Amazon bestsellers have descriptions that are about 150 to 250 words long. Most descriptions are broken up into two paragraphs although some are kept at one and some run to three. Two, simple writing. Keep the writing simple and clear using short sentences. You don't want anyone to struggle to comprehend what you're trying to convey because you've strung too many ideas together in one long run-on sentence. Three, write as the publisher, not the author. This will probably be obvious to you, but the book description should always be in a third-person objective voice and never your author voice. Apart from those three basic principles, book descriptions can vary widely, but here are the best practices that we've seen get the most effective results. One, understand it's an ad, not a summary. Don't think of the book description as a synopsis. It's an advertisement. It's not meant to summarize your book. It's designed to make people want to read your book. You want them to take action and buy it. Think of it like a trailer for your book. So many authors want to put everything about their book in this section. Resist that urge. Remember what you're looking for in a random book description, which is a reason to read the book. How do you give someone a reason to buy it? You state the problem or question your book addresses and you show that you solve or answer it, but you leave a small key piece out. This piques the interest of the reader and leaves them wanting more. Here's an example, Philip Stutz's book, Fire Them Now. In Fire Them Now, Philip Stutz illustrates common failures within the digital marketing industry and explores the strategies and tactics used in politics that win for businesses. He examines why political marketers are producing some of the most successful marketing in the game, working with limited budgets and tight deadlines while demonstrating unwavering work ethic, adaptability, and proactivity. Two, great first line. 
Grab them from the first sentence. People are always looking for a reason to move on to the next thing. Don't give it to them. If that first sentence isn't right, or worse, if it's wrong, you can lose the reader immediately, and then it doesn't matter what the rest of the description says. Make the first sentence something that forces them to read the rest of the description. The easiest way to do this is to ask a rhetorical question. In other words, ask a question that will make them say yes. Here are some examples. If your book is about entrepreneurship, that question might be, are you finding it hard to level up your business the way you thought you could? Is being an entrepreneur like nothing you ever imagined it would be? Are you having trouble creating the business you've always dreamed of? Make the description personal and clearly explain why anyone interested in the book's subject needs to read it. Done right, this creates an emotional connection by describing how the book will make the potential reader feel after reading it. Or even better, what the reader will get out of reading the book. Will it make them happy or rich? Will it help them lose weight or have more friends? Be clear about the benefits, don't hint at them. You're selling a result to the reader, not a process. So yes, even though your book is the process, people care about the result that it gets them, not your process itself. Four, don't hide the what or the how. Explain exactly what the book is about in clear, obvious terms. Do not make the reader struggle to understand what the point of the book is or how you get the reader there. For some books, it's not enough to write a compelling ad with important keywords. Sometimes you need to give readers a sense of where this book is going and how it gets there. This is especially true for prescriptive books like how-to, self-help, and motivational. People like to understand the how as well as the what, especially if it's something new or novel. This being said, make sure to leave just enough mystery to make them buy the book. Here's an example. In Chasing Excellence by Ben Bergeron, the book description very carefully lays out that the reader will learn the mindset and methodology that have produced some of the greatest athletes in the world's most grueling sport. However, it doesn't tell them what that mindset and methodology are. They have to buy the book to find that out. Here's another example. In Pinpoint by Jackie Fast, she's very careful in the description to tell the reader that selling sponsorship needs to be a part of any revenue and marketing mix. However, the point of her book is in teaching the approach to selling sponsorship, and she's careful not to give that approach away in the book description. Five, use compelling keywords. It's not enough to be accurate. You need to use high interest keywords that increase the likelihood that your book will get picked up in an online search. For example, if Sports Illustrated does a book, the authors not only should mention Sports Illustrated magazine in the description, but also the names of the A-list athletes in the book. Even better, use words that evoke an emotional response on the part of the reader. A great example of this is Unique Hammond's book, Your Taste Buds Are Assholes. She didn't say your taste buds are jerks. Six, bullet points are okay. If it makes sense for what you're trying to convey, use bullet points to list out information. They're an effective visual tool that make your description scannable and easily digestible. People like to scan, let them. Seven, no insecurity. Don't compare your book to other books. We see this all the time, and all it does is make the book and the author immediately look inferior. Plus, a reader may hate the book that you're comparing yourself to, and you'll lose them. 
The only place a comparison makes sense is if you're quoting a very reputable source that makes the comparison itself, and that usually happens in blurbs. Eight, do use beneficial references. Don't compare to other books, but do use what benefits your book does have. If there's one salient and amazing fact about you or the book that can go in the book description, something like from the author of insert well-known best-selling book, put that in the book description. Or perhaps from the world's most highly decorated marine sniper, this is the definitive book on shooting. Nine. If you're struggling, get help. We can't tell you how many amazing authors we've had come to us utterly befuddled because they couldn't write their own book description. This is normal. The reality is that the author is often the worst person to write their own book description. They're too close to the material and too emotionally invested. If this is the case, we recommend either asking a friend to help or going to a professional editor, or even better, a professional copywriter for assistance. Let's get into some examples of good and bad book descriptions. Tim Ferriss's four-hour workweek has a great book description. Forget the old concept of retirement and the rest of the deferred life plan. There's no need to wait, and every reason not to, especially in unpredictable economic times. Whether your dream is escaping the rat race, experiencing high-end world travel, earning a monthly five-figure income with zero management, or just living more and working less, the four-hour workweek is the blueprint. This step-by-step guide to luxury lifestyle design teaches how Tim went from forty thousand per year and eighty hours per week to forty thousand per month and four hours per week. How to outsource your life to overseas virtual assistants for five dollars per hour and do whatever you want. How blue chip escape artists travel the world without quitting their jobs. How to eliminate fifty percent of your work in forty-eight hours using the principles of a forgotten Italian economist. How to trade a long haul career for short work bursts and frequent mini retirements. So, what makes this good? There are three things that make this description good. Number one, it has a great first sentence. Tim immediately tells you why this book matters to you because you can stop waiting for retirement. Who doesn't want to retire now? Okay, I'm interested. Tell me more. Two, it has bulleted specific info. A vague promise is no good if it doesn't deliver. Tim then makes specific promises about the information in the book, both about things that have happened and things that will teach you. Three, it makes you want to read more. After the contrast of the big, broad goal and the specific information, at the very least, any reader is going to keep going into the reviews and other information. You're hooked. You want to know how he teaches this. Now for some bad examples. Ben Horowitz's "The Hard Thing About Hard Things." Ben Horowitz, co-founder of Andreessen Horowitz and one of Silicon Valley's most respected and experienced entrepreneurs, offers essential advice on building and running a startup. Practical wisdom for managing the toughest problems business school doesn't cover, based on his popular Ben's blog. While many people talk about how great it is to start a business, very few are honest about how difficult it is to run one. Ben Horowitz analyzes the problems that confront leaders every day. 
sharing the insights he's gained developing, managing, selling, buying, investing in, and supervising technology companies. A lifelong rap fanatic, he amplifies business lessons with lyrics from his favorite songs, telling it straight about everything from firing friends to poaching competitors, cultivating and sustaining a CEO mentality to knowing the right time to cash in. Filled with his trademark humor and straight talk, the hard thing about hard things is invaluable for veteran entrepreneurs as well as those aspiring to their own new ventures, drawing from Horowitz's personal and often humbling experiences. This description is bad because, based just on this description, the book seems somewhat bland and boring. If I don't know anything about Horowitz before I read that description, what in there makes me want to know more? Nor does it really tell me anything about the substance of what he'll say in the book, and it substantially undersells both Horowitz's prominence and the resonance and importance of the book's message. And who cares that he likes rap? What does that matter to me, the reader? Here's another example of a bad description. Coercion, Why We Listen to What They Say by Douglas Rushkoff. Noted media pundit and author of Playing the Future, Douglas Rushkoff, gives a devastating critique of the influence techniques behind our culture of rampant consumerism. With a skilled analysis of how experts in the fields of marketing, advertising, retail atmospherics, and hand-selling attempt to take away our ability to make rational decisions, Rushkoff delivers a bracing account of media ecology today, consumerism in America, and why we buy what we buy, helping us recognize when we're being treated like consumers instead of human beings. What's wrong with this one? Short descriptions are great, but this is too short to even tell me what the book says. This is an example of overselling without doing it right. Look at the descriptions. Devastating, skilled analysis, bracing account. This description sounds like he's doing what he says he's warning us about, selling without substance. In no place does this description connect the readers to the issues in the book in a way that's engaging or compelling. Write your book description checklist. Number one. Understand it's an ad, not a summary. Two, great first line. Three, make it personal and relevant. Four, don't hide the what or the how. Five, use compelling keywords. Six, bullet points are okay. Seven, no insecurity. Eight, do use beneficial references. And nine, if you're struggling, get help. Thanks so much for listening to the episode. We hope you got a lot out of it. If you found this episode valuable, then definitely check out our free online workshops at scribebookschool.com. During the workshop, we'll teach you our exact step-by-step process for how to write, publish, and market your book. It's totally free, and you can watch it right from the comfort of your home. Again, you can sign up at scribebookschool.com. And beyond that, you can support the podcast by subscribing, rating, and reviewing on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Stay tuned because we have a lot of good stuff coming on Scribe Book School. Scribe Book School.